Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Michelle Smallman, I'm Randy Carricker, 101 ESPN in St. Louis, your home of the St. Louis Blues. Tonight, the NHL expansion draft for the Seattle Kraken takes place. And joining us now on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line is NHL Network hockey analyst Mike Kelly. And you can follow Mike on Twitter at Mike Kelly NHL. Mike, great to have you with us here in St. Louis this morning. How are you doing? Hey, I appreciate you having me. I'm doing great. I'm excited for tonight. It's uh I feel like we're a bit spoiled because we had Vegas a few years ago, but these things don't come around very often in your lifetime. So it's uh, it's going to be fun. And it really is a different animal now. And obviously when you win the Stanley Cup a couple of years ago, like the Blues did, and they, they won in large part because of their depth. And granted, they've lost a lot of players since they won the Stanley Cup, but they're going to lose a pretty good player tonight, aren't they? Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, we've look. I'm following Twitter. I'm sure, like uh, a lot of people, are just trying to see what the latest reports are. And uh, I believe it was Pierre LeBrun um, at TSN who, who's saying that it doesn't look like Seattle got anywhere with Jaden Schwartz. So um, maybe they take. You know, in my mock draft, I had Seattle taking Tarasenko, and and you can keep him. And he's. We know what he can do. Uh, all your listeners know what he's about, but. Um, you can also look to to move them as well and collect some assets, which I think could probably be the more likelier scenario. Um, the other guy that stands out that I was kind of wavering on also is uh, restricted free agent Vince Dunn, defenseman, a real versatile player, someone who's probably capable of taking on a bigger role with another team, but certainly did well in his role in St. Louis. So the Blues are one of those teams where, yeah, there, there is you know some top top-notch players available for Seattle to uh, to look at. Mike, let's stick with Vladimir Tarasenko since he's the marquee name in this conversation. You said that Seattle could select him and then try to flip him for assets. What do you think the value is for Vladimir Tarasenko in the NHL right now? I think it should be high. Like We, we know that he's had the shoulder issues, the surgeries, etc. The uh, reported um, unhappiness, I guess, with, with how it's been handled with the team as well that's led to some friction. But you know, he, he's reporting his side of things uh, is, is reporting that he's ready to go 100%. The doctor that he used says, all good. So if 100% Vladimir Tarasenko is coming back into the NHL, uh, that's a real threat as a goal scorer, obviously. And no matter what the team is, Seattle, otherwise, St. Louis, even whoever it's going to be, he's a guy you can stick on a power play who's got a bomb of a shot. He's what, what people across the league probably might not know or appreciate a lot about him is he is in consistently one of the top players in the league at generating scoring chances off the rush. And you may not think of Tarasenko as, you know, an elite speed threat in the league, but he's a guy that, uh, you know, thinks the game well enough and can get up the ice plenty fine. 
and creates a lot of opportunities in transition. And the game is trending that way a little bit where you're seeing a lot of counterattack teams and, and teams that can do damage off the rush. And again, because his shot is so good and he's such a gifted goal scorer, if he's coming in on a two-on-one, that's a, a big threat. So if I'm a team looking um, at Tarasenko, assuming, again, he can be 100%, I'm excited about what he can bring to my power play. I'm excited about what he can bring to my transition game uh, as well. Mike Kelly, NHL Network, with us on 101 ESPN. And Mike specializes in analytics. And I was in a conversation with some fans over the weekend who were upset that the Blues protected Ivan Barbashev because they say he's a bad player. And he certainly, uh, I would agree 100%, Mike, he's not an analytics darling. I don't think Pat Maroon is either, by the way. You can correct me if I'm wrong. But would you agree that you still need players like Ivan Barbashev to win Stanley Cups? Yes, um, I think we see that really kind of year over. You don't want to do is overvalue these guys, mm-hmm. though, in the end. And I don't, I don't think St. Louis is doing that. Um, but I think the New York Rangers just did that with Barkley Goudreau. You give him six years, three point, whatever it was, six, 3.8 per year. Um, that's what you don't want to do. So you need guys like a Barbashev, you know, penalty killer, depth forward, um, you know, fine defensively um, that can help you do things in the game that, you know, not all star players necessarily do, but eat critical minutes um, and, and, you know, be an important player for you. You have to have those guys. We've seen teams recently kind of try to build fully skill-based teams. They don't win. And part of that is that the playoffs are such a different animal from the regular season partially because of the rules and the way that the game is called, which I don't fully agree with. I think it should be more consistent with the regular season, but in an 82 game hockey season, you can't go out and lay your, you know, body on the line a hundred percent every night. You'll never make it through, but that's what guys do in the playoffs. So you you do need those depth guys. um, And they are valuable to a team, maybe more than fans might think, but uh, managers, coaches certainly appreciate those guys a lot. Mike, I know that you did your mock draft on NHL Network, so you've really dug into the options that Seattle has. Who's the number one player out there that's on your big board? Who's the the guy that you think Seattle absolutely cannot miss on in this draft? Can I give you two? Sure, please do. Can I give you three? Yes. (laughs) Just give give them to me in order. One, two, three. All right. Thank you, Michelle. I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> because there's a few good ones. Look, I, I think number one is the goalie. And, and Chris Dreger in Florida, it sounds like there's something kind of wrapped up already from reports. But um, he was fifth in save percentage this past year. He was 11th in goal saved above expected, which is a, a metric in analytics that um, factors in shot quality as well, not just the amount of shots that you face. So both were best of any available goalie. I think you you have to take that guy, and it looks like they will. Um, at forward, Yanni Gord, to me, is the, the can't-miss guy for a couple of reasons. Number one, center by far is the position of all positions um, in this expansion draft that is the thinnest in terms of talent available. So I think Gord also can step up and be a, a good second-line center. I know he's been a third-line guy in Tampa, but when you look at how they play at even strength, that Gord line kind of was their second line. So... That's a, a guy I think they have to take there. And on the back end, I really like Jake Bean out of Carolina. Um, again, third-pairing guy, but a, a guy that I think can, can play on your second pair, handle bigger minutes. 
Um, really good def- this capability in the defensive zone, getting pucks and then getting them out, uh, which is really important, obviously. You don't want to be spending time in your own end. So um, those are three guys that I think would be real solid picks. And uh, like I said, if Seattle just picks my team, I think they're in great shape. <laughs> and, and one more thing, Mike, before we let you go, and your team does stack up very well. How do you think what Thank Seattle you. will have available to them? And if they take your team, how will that stack up to the the Vegas Golden Knights of four years ago? Uh, I think they're going to be hard-pressed to be as good because I think a lot of teams learned some hard lessons about how to um, how to come into this process. And, I mean, again, you think back to Florida, they, they went out of their way to protect a player who's not even in the league anymore and gave up Jonathan March or so and Riley Smith to do yeah, that. Right. You're not seeing as much of that. Um, so... I think it'll be hard for them to be as good as Vegas. They will be playing in a very weak division. So I think the playoffs are absolutely a possibility. Um, It depends what they do and who they draft. The hard thing about doing a mock draft is that you don't know the conversations they've had with restricted and unrestricted free agents. And we're seeing that trickle out now with reports of Adam Larson uh, being signed and Jamie Alexiak out of Dallas. Um, Great, great defensive defensemen to have and Dallas and Edmonton didn't have great players to give up. So those are home runs, but it's hard to forecast that in a mock draft. So uh, I don't think they'll be able to position themselves as well as Vegas did quite as well, but I do think that they should be able to threaten for a playoff spot in that division. Mike, great information, great material. Thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it. Enjoy the draft tonight and hopefully we'll be able, once we get into free agency, we'll be able to catch up with you again. Hey, it'd be my pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Thank you, Mike. You can follow Mike Kelly on Twitter at Mike Kelly NHL. And of course, you can watch him on NHL Network. And we have a special tonight for you with the draft, the expansion draft tonight. We've got our NHL expansion draft special at six o'clock with Curbs and Alex Ferrario and Joey and the gang talking some hockey tonight here on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, bet online for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.